everyone. Welcome to the Indigo Plateau live show and podcast. I'm here with Woodland Docs and Pad Attack. Hello, guys. How are you doing today? <laughs> Howdy. What's so funny? You want to share with the class? I was just making stupid faces to try to like make you guys laugh. And then you're like, hey, we're live. And I'm like, oh, they probably saw my stupid face. No, we saw you go like, whoosh. Yeah. We, did like, one of those. we saw that. Yeah. But Exercises. Yeah, it's, it's these, these new finger curls that I'm doing. You know, they're all the rage I get. I, Finger curls? <laughs> yeah. He, he does. Uh... <laughs> I mean, yeah, like if you know, you're you're you got you know switch hands. You know that's that's gonna be like a disease when we're eighty. And you're like, oh, they've got them Nintendo fingers, and they're gonna say, see, look, we told you video games are bad for kids. N- Nintendo fingers doesn't sound right. <laughs> I mean, what? No, I was I was gonna say, is there like a franchise with F? Like, gamer arthritis how about that <laughs> yeah, there yeah. Game, game, well, i was gonna say gamer gout but if you get gout from playing video games you're playing the wrong kind of video game. <laughs> fair enough <laughs> i got that gamer gout gamer gout. um anyways uh no i think this is actually our first recording uh since two-thirds of us went to animate columbus is that correct yes we did yes that was a wonderful time uh, i know we tweeted from there um oh ghost is getting uh something um uh, <laughs> oh is it, is it your pot this is my absolute favorite thing i got there it's a little potted diglet it's a potted shiny diglet i don't know why <laughs> but this is the best thing <laughs> i was yeah. like i need that in my life so for those of you listening it's a little plushy uh diglet diglet in a little potted plant oh, with pot. some yeah with some leaves and flowers. I don't know. We, I love we, it. We got, we got a tangle of one. Um, but yeah, we, we had a, uh, did a little bit of retail therapy there. Um, I know we tweeted out from there. Um, I almost had the guts to promote us to one of the vendors. Um, I was this close. Um, but, you know, I, I walked away too fast. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. Allie in chat said it's so cute. And it is yeah. very cute. The, <laughs> the tangle Actually, I was, I was too focused on... Um, Securing my dark magician, actually. <laughs> that's that's fair. I mean, that was pretty important yeah, for Yu-Gi-Oh fans. Uh, well, I hope we have some Yu-Gi-Oh fans based on one of our topics, but... Uh, spoilers! Spoilers! <laughs> um, not a bad transition, but just spoilers. Too soon. Um, yeah, no, we, we had a lot of fun there. Um, I don't know, did you have anything from there that you thought was, like, super cool that you didn't buy? Um, nothing I could think of off the top of my head. Yeah, hey, every, every, everything that I wanted, I bought because I have poor impulse controls. <laughs> Ali said, "Docs, a little retail therapy, a little." It was, it was only a five hundred dollar day. What are you talking Bruh. about? <laughs> I was gonna say, thanks. Hopefully, a, a, a credit card didn't get maxed out that day. <laughs> there are some men from Visa at my door. I have to go. Um, <laughs> it's the Pinkertons. <laughs> no. um but yeah no so that was that was really fun um you know hopefully if we ever get a sizable following we can do some sort of meetup or panel or something cool record a live episode somewhere that'd be really fun that would be really cool pat how have you been i've been good um today was a good day i ended up going to a witchcraft and magica museum with my my girlfriend today so that was pretty cool um i think i know what you're talking it, about it's yeah nearby it's <laughs> shout out brumfield um witchcraft and magica museum that's cool uh 
had like a lot of stuff from like Aleister Crowley and stuff like that. A lot of occult stuff. So I like things spooky besides Pokemon and it's pretty fun day. Uh, ended up getting a job, a new job. So that was, that's pretty cool. So I'll be starting that soon. And that's pretty much what's happened in my life uh, since last uh, recorded. So yeah, I can't believe it's been a month almost since we last yeah. recorded. I'm used to doing this like every week, which was like way too much, but we actually have stuff to talk about, which is great. Yeah, <laughs> which is great. June, I mean, June flew by. I was on the other side of the country for a week. It was it was something. Oh yeah, where were you again? Oregon. No, yeah, I was in Portland. Yeah, um, that's right. I will uh, reserve my opinion on Portland for not on camera, but uh, <laughs> all of our no. Portland, Oregon fans are going to be like, <laughs> "What the hell?" Not exactly where I want to retire. Let's put it that way. Fair enough. Um, <clears throat> I always joked that I would uh, buy land in Springfield, Oregon, and rebuild the Simpsons house. So I've yet to try, I've yet to see Springfield, Oregon. So maybe in in the fall I'll make a trip up to Springfield and see if it's suitable. But uh, is that where the Simpsons take place? I thought yep. it was. Sh- oh, uh, not Springfield, yeah. Illinois. No, um, Matt Groening uh, is from Oregon, and he <laughs> said uh, some of the side characters are named after streets. And funny enough, one of the streets that I passed by was Terwilliger Tur- Boulevard or Terwilliger Road, which is Sideshow Bob's last name. Oh, okay. So that's how I knew it was true. (laughs) Because I literally went there and I saw Terwilliger Boulevard. (laughs) Who would have thunk? I I thought it was Illinois. Nope. It's it's wow. Well um, thank you for joining our (laughs) today years old. All right. Uh, I, I should do. Ooh, I should do a Simpsons podcast where it's just me laughing for a half hour. I'm sure everybody would listen to that one. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> do it, Docs. <laughs> I dare you. Uh, well, I, I guess we'll we'll start off because we we spoiled it a little bit, right? Um, oh, but, and I have a camera finally, oh, so you guys get to see me. Oh, oh yeah. Hi guys. Hey. Hey. But uh, yeah, so anyways, uh, I know we spoiled a little bit, but I was excited because we did go to animate, um, which I love going to cons. Thank God cons are back. But um, anyways, uh, so I while at con, I got to meet Dan Green, the voice actor for Yami Yugi and Yugi. Um, So that was like childhood dream come true right there. Um, My wife scared him and he almost called for security. (laughs) Um, We have a picture to prove it. It's kind of funny. Uh, it looks like he's doing dark magic attack, but really he's saying, get away from me, crazy woman. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, you, you got to meet the cast of Futurama, too. Yes. Which I, was I pretty to, cool. Yeah, I got to meet Lauren, Tom, and Phil Lamar. Um, yeah. They're both super cool. I love Phil Lamar, like one yeah. of my favorites. He's, Hermes is the absolute best. My cat, my cat's name is Nibbler, after Nibbler from Futurama. <laughs> so. um, I, I also didn't know he did uh, Engine Neutron. Do you remember Bulby? Slap, slap, yeah. slap. Clap, clap, clap. He did it. That's cool. I was like, that's really cool. But um, so that was fun. But uh, so in the spirit of shameless crossovers, um, that'd be fun if we talked for a few minutes about Yu-Gi-Oh! Monsters that could very easily transition into Pokemon. And I think I have the grand slam of them all to start with. Okay. Okay. We'll see. The pseudo mascot of the franchise. Karibo. Karibo. Yeah. (laughs) Obviously, I almost put Karibo, but I'm like, someone else is going to put Karibo. Let's be honest. Yeah, I, I mean, Karibo could so easily just be a Pokemon. You know, he's just a little ball of fur, dude. Like he could be like a Tangela, like Paldean Tangela is Karibo because he'll be ground type or something. I don't know. 
Um, I would make him. I would make him ground type, but yeah, he'd be like sure. a regional variant and just be called Karibo instead of Tangela. Like, yeah, 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 for sure. That, <laughs> I think that I think Karibo was honestly what made me think of doing this. So like at least Yu-Gi-Oh has a lot of like small creature type things that we could. Yeah, it's not just people. Yeah, yeah, we could definitely pull into there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's the grand slam. I put him as a ground type um, because the way Karibo attacks in the anime by exploding. I would definitely uh, give him the move explosion um, or self-destruct. Um, I think it'd be really cool. Or even if we had like um, uh, Kribo be like an offshoot of Pinecone Fortress. Like, I think that small round potential to explode would connect them pretty good. Um, yeah, I, I that, that's, my sl- that's my slam dunk pick. Do you guys have any slam dunk picks that you just you like there is no um, Slam dunk picks, honestly, like from that, um, I think Relinquished, which is the one card who's just like the one eye and whatnot, eyeball. And, oh, and he's yeah. just an eyeball. I think he would be a super cool, like, legendary design as far as like what he would be. I mean, you could say he could be like a ghost or dark type, um, and then like maybe like a psychic, I would say like psychic, dark, or psychic ghost. As far as like his typing goes, I feel like maybe you could like throw him in the uh, in the underworld with uh, Giratina. See, when I looked at him, I think Darkrai. Yeah, Giratina. Yeah. Really? I, uh... Well, I kind of put what I'm agreeing that you know Giratina and like Darkrai. I kind of put him in those like category of like macabre Pokemon characters to where they're like meant to be spooky. So I, I would say like. I would be like a good trio as like a legendary like underworld trio. Yeah, for making a trio, go ahead, throw them in there. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I like that idea. Obviously, I so. mean, I, I, I mean, I like the idea. I don't. I, I, um, <laughs> he says I like that. Use idea. your words. What? Yeah, I don't like. I don't like spooky. Uh uh-uh. uh See, too much conflict. See, I almost made a um, whole ghost. I usually run a ghost team, so that's right. <laughs> that's my thought. Yeah. Well, it's ghost dragon is what i usually run in my games so i dig it <laughs> well ghost how about your Yu-Gi-Oh crossover pick of the century okay so the one i'm about to i'm going to show you because this is straight up already a pokemon have you either of you heard crystal beast ruby carbuncle yes that's an no. espion it is a straight up <laughs> it's purple it espion it is excuse it, me oh yeah Oh yeah, like that. That is like a different. Maybe that's like the yeah. ghost evolution. But like, for those of you listening, it literally looks a picture of Espeon, but instead of a split tail, it has like a red orb on its tail. Yeah, and it has and red eyes. Color yeah, slightly different color scheme. That's it. But uh, since that is basically already a Pokemon, I'm gonna do another one real quick. Uh, this one is adorable, and it's Pokey Draco. Have you heard of him? Mm. Look at this. No. This is a baby dragon Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, it, I have it, another one when, when we're done talking about Pokey Draco, because that's adorable. For I was sure. Say, if, you're, if you're saying he's a baby dragon, why not just baby dragon? Yeah. Joey, yeah. Joey's monster. And you could have Thousand Year Dragon or as an um, evolution. As an, yeah. yeah, as an Evo. Yeah. This, that would be cool. This one in particular is very cute. So that would be like, I don't know, <laughs> like a baby form of something. That doesn't exist so, currently. That could be something cool, but I also had one 
that is super adorable and this would be a great typing so it would be a normal water but its name is cat shark oh cat shark <laughs> <laughs> yeah cat shark so so cat shark is just you know just a little cat that's a shark just be a normal water type give it a persian typing and obviously it's a shark so give it a water typing no that would be absolutely adorable. I don't know what cat shark would evolve into because I would assume that would be the baby form. Dog but dog dolphin. I'd <laughs> be mean... like cat dog. I mean, it's a cat. You can't go from cat to dog. Why not? Uh... But but cat shark is another one that's absolutely adorable. Should be a mom or it should be a Pokemon. Should be a mom. <laughs> yeah, mon. <laughs> you know what? Freudian slip. And and then. Another one that I thought that would be cool is because we already kind of have something that's existing like this, but it, I would think that um, Millennium Shield would be a cool Pokemon to introduce because we kind of already have Aegislash, so it would be like a cool idea to have just a strictly shield defensive bulky type of Pokemon. Okay, yeah, I had to look that up because I wasn't sure. So it's a, it's literally just a shield, <laughs> but it has just an a shield with an eye, yeah. Yeah. so like a blinking so. shit and stuff. <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> Oops. For those of, um, for those of the, you that don't know, I will look up Millennium Shield. Millennium. And, and he, Shield. it could be like a um, I don't keep saying regional variants, but it could be like a like how Politoed's an offshoot instead of Polyrath. If yeah. there's one all defensive one, you can go into uh, then, Millennium Shield instead of IS. That is just Millennium Shield. This is so, a shield boy. It's a shield. Which is Age of Slash basically on a stick. So <laughs> Fair enough. it's one half of Age of Slash. <laughs> Anyways, th- those are my picks for Pokemon was, you know, Relinquish, Cat Shark, and Millennium Shield. Um, you know, I have like, you know, there's obvious ones, like a lot of the dragons, right? Wing Dragon, Guardian of the Fortress, Baby Dragon, Red Eyes, Black Dragon, you know, the dragon with all the dragons. Males. Yeah, it's like Look, um, any dragon in Yu-Gi-Oh can become yeah, Riran. Yeah, Riran. Yeah, Riran. <laughs> yes, that's another one. Um, any of the, any of the tunes? Yeah, any of uh, the yeah. tune world creatures? You know, those are super cool. The thing with Yu-Gi-Oh though is like it's hard because I was sitting down and I was thinking about this, so I started playing Yu-Gi-Oh Master Duel, mm-hmm. kind of <laughs> get like an idea a little bit of like, okay, what's some cute characters? I guess. There's a lot of like human realistic looking creatures in Yu-Gi-Oh! So like it was actually or they're like robots or right. something that's not applicable, but I think these oh, ones are good ones. Yeah, we can get away with robots in, in Pokemon, can't we? Yeah, nowadays if we uh talk yeah, about well, what's Paldia. a what's a ro- yeah, what's a robot besides the new like Deli Bird and Exactly. No. Yes, yeah. I was gonna say yeah. I think we I think we can get away with a robot. Um but Naya uh, Ariyama. So yeah. Yeah. I, I I was trying to think like um, you know, past Battle City because that's pretty much where my, my, my Yu-Gi-Oh stops. Um, but um you know, and I'm like, you know what, they're all pretty much humanoid. And I'm like, we all know how much Ghost loves humanoid Pokemon. So in in very just, select instances, I don't mind them. I'm just saying <laughs> overall I, it's not a good idea. No, I just um, <laughs> like all the ones that I was thinking of are either a dragon already or something like that. And like Wadapon is kind of just like a Karibo. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
or Marshmallon, even Marshmallon. I love that little dude. Is that the one that looks upside down almost? Yeah, like he he's, he's upside down and he's basically just a marshmallow. Yeah. Yep. Anything um, cute, round, and fluffy. Hold on. Okay. I have one more for you guys and then I'm done. Oh, boy. It's right, uh, <laughs> number 41, Baguska. Describe but, it to me. So I'm, I'm, uh, hold on. I'm trying to find it for you. So wait, is this, wait, uh, number 41. So is this 5Ds? So the name of it is forget what era, but the name of the card is number forty-one. Baguska, the terribly tired Tapir. (laughs) What? It's just it's just a little elephant, little or taper. Oh, okay. Elephant that's sleeping. It it's a drowsy evolution or hypno evolution. That's so a third of all former drowsy. Yes, perfect. Super (laughs) sleepy. Drowsy gets an alternate Evo besides <laughs> Hypno. I dig which it. Which is cool. It's like yeah. the Polytoad of Drowsy. Or it could just be a third third evolution yeah. since it only evolves once. Yeah. yeah. I like the alternate. The alternate, like, um, you could use, like, a Dusk Stone for him or something. Where instead of getting a Polyrath, you, you get a Polywhirl, you know? Okay. Yeah, I like that idea. I, I think that's cool. I, d- I did have one more, and then... We could be done, but I had Hypnocorn. Y'all know what Hypnocorn is? I do not know Hypnocorn. He's a little cutie. Look at him. He, he's like a little fluffy guy with ram horns. And oh, he's kind of, he looks kind of like a scapegoat. Yeah. 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 Kind of um, looks like a scapegoat, but just bigger. And Well, yeah. I, I mean, I, I actually just had one burst into my mind, and I would like to dedicate this one to one of our uh, longtime listeners, and uh, technically two. Um, I think a Yu-Gi-Oh card that would be a great Pokemon would be totally awesome. Oh that one's God. for you, Rogue. That one's for you. You're lucky she's not here right now. <laughs> oh, come on. All right. Well, when she listens back. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, sorry. That just popped in my head. When you show me a little frog looking thing, I'm like, oh, my God, totally awesome. Mm-mm. So, uh, well, that's that's all I got. I mean, they just kept being humans or a dragon, which was softball. So. Yeah, yeah, I know. Any dragon, basically. Yeah. That's fine. There's there's not many <laughs> there's not many of them I would say oh, couldn't translate into a Pokemon. Yeah, a lot of dinosaurs, a lot of dragons in Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Uh, oh, I mean some of the yeah, some of the dinosaurs, twin headed King Rex, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I had Conductor Tyrano. Yeah. That yeah. as an option, but I think Cat Shark and Relinquished and uh Millennium Shield are my my choices. Yeah. If they if you don't turn Crabo into a Pokemon, you're doing life wrong. But yeah. oh, that's 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 my that's my take. I just thought it'd be fun cross pollinate a little bit, you know. Of course, maybe, maybe one day we'll do Vanguard units. I mean, so, I'm down, but no one knows what Vanguard is, so <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, so since we were speaking of you know Yu Gi Oh Pokemon that could put or Yu Gi Oh monsters that could potentially be Pokemon, since we're you know spitballing here, uh. What triple types of Pokemon would you create? So if you could have a Pokemon that could have a third typing, Pokemon would you guys have? Okay, I'm going first. Because this is the Pokemon Ooh. that made me think of this topic. Freaking Malamar, man. And yeah. why is it not water? <laughs> so I would. Ha- he's dark psychic, obviously, but I would definitely have him water as the third type. Literally an octopus. Yeah. Like. That bugs me. I don't know why. 
There's so many. Still to this day. I know. Gyarados. Why is it not a dragon? I have that on the list, but you could go. You could. Well, my, go ahead. I was going to say, my, my first one's kind of a cheat because they sort of already made him triple type. Okay. But not really. Uh, via his ability, Delmise. Wait. With his Steelworker ability. Oh, I had Delmise. He has Steelworker? Yeah, so um, they kind of gave him triple typing with his ability. But it's just for his attacks. I think that would be my first, absolute first candidate to give a, a third typing to. Yeah, he was on my list too. So I definitely agree with that one. I didn't know he had that. Yep, Steelworker does. Um, well, oh, there you are. Uh, Steelworker does. Uh, um, uh, it'll turn. Um, it'll give stab to uh, steel type moves. So. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, honorary steel type then. Yeah, exactly. So he's almost there. My first pick was kind of cheating. Pat, who Pat you, what you got? Who you got? So what I have is uh, a couple that I think are like some slam dunks. Okay. So I think they really missed out on Rotom, personally, uh, because so Rotom is an electric ghost, but you have different types. So you have like Rotom Wash, Rotom Mower, um the rotom oven so as you have different forms of rotom why not say rotom wash make it a grass psychic water and then rotom oven make it a grass or um not grass ghost? i'm sorry an electric ghost <laughs> i'm looking at other pokemon i have a list so yeah so why not make him electric ghost water or like electric ghost fire electric ghost grass as he changes to the various rotom forms i think that was a missed opportunity I want to say that might have been programming limitations back in the day. Gen 4? Yeah. I no. think that could have been programming limitations. I feel like that's crazy. And they totally could have done that. Yeah, I just thought that that was cool. To have a Pokemon that can literally, depending on what form he is, be various forms. Besides Deoxys, Rotom, I think, is one of the few Pokemon that has that many forms. I mean, RCS Savali, they have their plates and their drives. Well, sure, sure, but that, that's correct. But there's you could count on one hand, is what I'm saying. So I think that that was a missed opportunity. Like, so you have like Arceus Savali that get the plates that can change their typings and stuff like that. Same with Rotom as well as the Oxus, but the Oxus only changes um, based on what form he is, as far as which attribute is like the highest. Whether you have his original form, so he's balanced, his defense form, attack form, speed form, but that just changes his his stat boosting. I think it was just a real big missed opportunity to like put him with the likes of like. Savali or, or Arceus and whatnot as far as being able to have like transformative typing. And I think um doesn't uh yeah Giratina and Gracious Orb doesn't doesn't Giratina go into like origin, origin form or form. something? Yeah, yeah, it's just that one yeah. form. Yeah, so he kinda he's he's kinda in the club, right? Yeah, sure. He he, he can't hang on the club yeah. outside. Um Wow, how to tell you're a boomer. You mess up, you can't hate from outside the club when you can't even get in. That's uh when you butcher that, you know you're a boomer. That's okay. <laughs> I will I will sit here my booming. So so Rotom was one of mine, and then um another one that I had that like really confused me is uh Drapian. Because he's a poison dark, right? Yep. Bug? Hello? Oh, I'll let you take it. Yeah. Bug? Bug. <laughs> bug. The reason being is because his second evolution is actually bug 
poison, Scoruppy. So when he evolves into Drapion in his third final Evo, he, he loses the bug typing and gains dark. Well, he only evolves the one time, so it's Scoruppy to Drapion. Uh, yeah, so yeah. yes. Yeah. He doesn't have a our Evo. He's only a two Evo Pokemon. But anyways, I digress. I think that that was like kind of weird that they changed his typing from bug to dark. And it was kind of one of those things to where he could have had three typings too. So. So one, one thing that I think could help them introduce a triple type mon is these regional variants. And I would have started, I would have started with Hisuian Typhlosion. You and your regional variants today. I, I, I love regional You're variants. all about it. <laughs> I, I would have started with Hisuian Typhlosion. Because original Typhlosion is just fire. So they did good by giving him a second typing. But why not push the boundary? Give him a boy a third typing. Throw a psychic on there. Yeah. That way he's, that way he's quad weak to ghost. So he would be ghost, fire, psychic, is what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, that's an amazing type combination for myself. <laughs> exactly. I like it, so... I, I think that'd be great. I mean, dark and ghost would wreck him, but come in with something else. You're, you're not gonna. No. I like I like that idea. Did anyone yeah. have any other... Other yeah, options? So, so, so one more that was like a pet peeve of mine as I was playing it made no sense to me was um yamega so yamega is actually a bug and flying pokemon and they really dropped the ball with it because it is literally modeled after a dragonfly and it is not a dragon typing i know i almost we're on the same page because i almost put him on there but i'm like just because he's a dragonfly doesn't mean he necessarily has to be a dragon. But like, I was on the same page as you. I almost put him. on What my do you list. mean? How how do you not have a dragonfly be because, dragon typing? Because there's a literal dragonflies in real life that are not dragons. So like, I see. I I obviously get the point. Like I said, I almost put him on the list, but that's I all. Mean, your lists are so similar. It's almost like you're related or something. Jeez. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> Who would have thought? I did have one more. Um, and this mainly because of the Gen 1-er in me having to rely on TMs for these Pokemon. Needle King and Needle Queen need fighting type added to them. Can you imagine getting punched by one of those? No. <laughs> I, you don't I want to. See? <laughs> But having all the you know, all elemental punches, giving them access to... Well, they might have access to it, I don't know. But if you make them a fighting type and um, give them... Um, what's that ability that boosts punching moves? What is that? Um, or um, technician or no? No, no uh, technician that boosts weak moves. Whatever the one Chan has it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, give them that ability and throw a fighting type on them. Let them have the elemental punches. Boom, bap, boop, they're dead. Huh. In that order, boom, bap, boop. <laughs> In that order, nice. Okay, what I. Else you got? Um, oh, what else do I have? Yeah, I have a couple more. I'll just run through it real quick. I had, I feel like two cannon could have had a fire type. Two cannon. Yeah. How are we giving grass? Do I not know two cannon? What's two cannon again? It's the two two cannon <laughs> that has two can with the cannon. <laughs> Why would you give it grass? It literally shoots because, because it has bolted. 
for one of those forgettable mon. I'm, it is. I'm blanking on two cannon. It's um, it's from Alola, Alola. the one bird P- piggy pack. Piggy pack. It's fine. It's not that important. <laughs> and, <laughs> it has the beak that like gets hot, like a cannon. Okay. But anyways, okay. so that was my one of my lesser picks. I had Flygon purely because of the name. Why is it not part flying? Okay. So I did have that as well. Flygon. Yeah. We touched on Gyarados. I would make Dragon. Lugia. I put Water. Yeah. Water yeah. Psychic yeah. Flying makes sense. And then the last one I had was Gliscor, not Poison type. It's ground flying. Yeah, but it learns poison poison moves, which is weird. So Exactly. So that was my list outside yeah, of the ones and, we talked about already. And then uh, to run it down, um, the, the last little ones that I had were um, Cradley. So the little fossil flower Pokemon. Okay. So he's rocking grass, but he uses water moves. So I think they really missed out on the fact that he's a plant and doesn't have water typing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's definitely one of mine and then beedrill beedrill's bug poison but has no flying typing so i think we could kind of chalk it up as you know the pokemon that have obvious flying but their typing does not reflect it ali says she loves toucanon so not that forgettable Um, apparently (laughs) i'm not i'm not saying that it's just not on my radar i forgot about toucanon i can't even picture the thing right now (laughs) I, There's also in our defense like 900 Pokemon, so to be able to vividly picture every <laughs> single one. I think we're in 1011. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, because Gimme Ghoul was nine nine hundred ninety nine, right? Yeah, to coexist with his stupid gimmick. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty stupid. But um, oh my god, I I miss the original 151 when there wasn't so many Pokemon to remember. I know I'm at that point where like I can't remember some of these Pokemon names. I'm like I don't know what that is. I remember <laughs> them all because I. Have no life. <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't. I didn't say it. So I just, I'm out of here. <laughs> I, just, I just, I just love Pokemon. But um, yeah, and I, 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 there's a lot that you can argue to throw a third type on. I think programming limitations was it back in the day. I don't think anymore they have those limitations, but I feel like they tried it with Terra typing. Like not as in to add on, but as in to change up the game, and I think that's enough for me. Yeah, but you're static locked into a monotyping, which is like cool. I like the terra typing concept because it technically does give you a third typing, and it's balanced in the sense that it, it locks you into a monotyping. So it it is balanced because it could make or break a battle for sure. So. And I, I think that was their way of, I don't know, f- feeling people out, seeing seeing what they think. I don't know. But um, you think that I mean, was maybe something for the future that the Pokemon company did to see what kind of typing people decide to pick? Yeah. yeah, for a third typing for specific Pokemon? Could be. But uh, then again, it'll be Mons that are using competitive battles, which I know nothing about, but someone in this group does. I see what you did there. Nope. So what I'm gonna yeah. <laughs> so what I'm gonna teach you guys about no. <laughs> yeah, Docs, take it away. No, it's it's Pat, our resident um, expert. I have my Terra Ground type Gyarados with Earthquake, thank you. Yeah. Right. Great, typing. Great typing. Great oh, typing. Look at that. I'm a champ. Um so, uh, I was just gonna say real quick before you do it in. Go ahead. 
you guys realize that we have uh, just two hours from us. We have NAIC, the regionals. Oh, oh yeah, in Columbus. Oh, okay. There's yep. there's that pop up store that's gonna be there too. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah. I actually have, I have a couple friends going. So um, uh, if there's something you really want, um, I could try. But oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. So if you want, if you want to, uh, you know, if you're listening to this somehow before we release it or live right now, yeah, you're gonna, t- you're gonna take Pat's team to NAIC and say Chip sent you. Listen, um. This team's good, but like I don't know if it's like VGC good. So you know what? Five dollars, gentlemen's bet. If you use my team in a VGC competition, okay. okay. I don't have five dollars. I do have a stack of common Vanguard cards. Will you accept this? Deal. All right, good. <laughs> so, um, as you guys know, you know I'm a big pokemon fan uh primarily <laughs> what i like to do is competitive teams so this is uh our first deep dive as at least with me on the show as far into what i would consider a competitively viable singles battle team um i just want to give a shout out real quick because i told my boy i would so shout out to my boy travi mac sorry docs <laughs> That's a real homie, my boy Crazy Cryle and uh, Stikes. Uh, they really were the ones who got me in some competitive Pokemon and like showed me what you actually can do with Pokemon. So for a long time, like most, you know, I just played the games. I had no clue what IVs and EVs were, but they were really the ones who who got my feet wet with this. So this is a shout out to the homies. Uh, appreciate that because you guys actually unlock something that I love doing. So thank you, people that I don't know. Yes, sir. <laughs> So for, so for this competitive team, we're going to start out with one of our big hitters, right? So our big hitter is Dragonite, right? We're going to have him with multi-scale as his ability, which is his hidden ability. So multi-scale is if HP is full on that Pokemon, damage from attacks are half. So that means that you have a bulky... Dragonite that could tank hits if his HP's at full. So you're going to want him with heavy-duty boots so that when you transition him in, he avoids field hazards. And he avoids field hazards, doesn't take chip damage, so his HP stays full, so he still procs that multi-scale. We're going to give him adamant nature, so that means that that's raising his, his attack and his special attacks going down. As far as IVs go, we're going to assume that all Pokemon in this have six IVs. So perfect stats. Um, As far as EV investment, we're going to do 252 in HP. So he's bulky. 252 in attack. So his attack stat is exceptionally boosted on top of the adamant. And then we're just going to chip four into speed. Four extra into speed because why not? Um, Typically... That'll be able to get you out of a speed tie with an opposing Dragonite. Unless they have effort values invested in speed. So that's his, you know, his nature, his ability, and then his item. And then the EV spread. For his move pool, we're going to give him Dragon Dance. So he's going to have Dragon Dance as... You're going to be toxic. Uh, I got it. Okay. Oh, oh we're, we're being ignorant with these Pokemon. These are all builds that I have, by the way, so... (laughs) I'm I'm here for ignorance, sorry. So he has Dragon Dance, Extreme Speed, Earthquake, 
And then for his fourth, it's kind of a dealer's choice as far as what you want. So you could give him Aqua Jet as a second priority move to Extreme Speed. You could give him Roost for HP heal, Dragon Claw, or Low Kick. Now, Dragon Claw is great because you get a stab bonus from it, and then Low Kick because it's just good coverage, and then it helps, especially with a Dragon Danced uh, plus one or plus two boosted Dragon Knight. It'll help you get rid of big bulky walls like Garnacle, Dondonzo. So it's it's essentially becoming a wall breaker with the Dragon Dance and the low or uh, and the low kick. So basically, low kick is the heavier the Pokemon, the more damage it does. Okay. So typically, sturdier Pokemon that are bulky, like a Corviknight, Dodonzo, or Garnacle, that's going to be a great move. So that fourth um, move slot can basically be a utility slot. I actually run them with Aqua Jet because I like the second priority because if you have extreme speed, uh, it actually doesn't affect ghosts. So Lots of common Pokemon like Mimikyu, uh, Dragapult. Annihilate. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, God, what is it? Uh, think, blanking. Think. No, the coin Pokemon, the Evolve form. Gimme Ghoul. Gimme Ghoul. Yeah, Gimme Ghoul. Yeah. So Gimme Ghoul is also Ghost, so it doesn't affect them. So, so that really checks the extreme speed Dragonite. But by giving him another priority move, you're able to establish damage, at least before, because most Pokemon, like, I mean, all those Pokemon listed above are going to outspeed your Dragonite. So that's why I'm fond of a second priority move, because typically you're going to want to set him up as a sweeper, which leads us to our next part is he's going to be Terra-type normal. So you Terra-type normal him, and then you extreme speed your uh, Poke, your, your opponent to death. Basically, <laughs> because death. you get a terror, you get a terror type bonus, extreme speed, Dragonite, gnarly. Oh my god! What? So I don't. I, Docs is making faces, making me uncomfortable. What I do? Um. So, <laughs> um, I I find E speed Dragonite to be very annoying. So good job. Yeah. Real quick yeah. on his ability. So you said. Multi-scale. So it only affects, or it only works when he has full HP. So as yes. soon as he hits, it's kind of null and void. Is that how that works? Um, yes, but like the thing about it is, is uh, with him having an attack, so he's essentially a sweeper. Okay. Which, if you choose to save your terror typing to make him, typically this is the guy you're gonna want to terror type because he's gonna be your sweeper. What I mean by that is the reason why you want him to have the heavy-duty boots and the multi-scale is because he can transition in. He could pivot onto the field. The multi-scale, even if he gets hit by a super effective attack, it's not going to Oko him most likely because you have EVs invested in HP. So he's going to be able to get a dragon dance off, right? Speed boost does not matter, Okay. Speed boost does matter, but it's kind of inconsequential because you're looking for the attack boost. Because once you Terra type him, or once you once you terraform him into a normal Terra type, and then he has a plus one Dragon Dance on him with the extreme speed, he's gonna be cracked. So that's why you have him so he could tank a hit with the multi scale, transition in with the heavy duty boots, and eat a hit Dragon Dance, terraform. Into a normal type and extreme speed sweep. 
that's the game plan with him. Got it. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so that team, you have one mon, and uh, thank you guys for. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, that's all so, you need. We'll we'll make the rest of these quick. But I'm very big on Dragonite. I feel like he should be on every team. That's why I was kind of extensive on him as far as how to use him because he's actually very broken in this generation of Pokemon. So that's why I kind of went more extensively into him. Uh, he's my big sweeper on my team. So that's why uh, you should run him that way, though. And the reasoning why you should run him that way. That makes so sense. So for, for our second Pokemon, we have Dragapult, who's a little speedster, you know. I love him. We, yes. So he's one of my favorite, as you guys know. Uh, so we gave him Infiltrator, which means he could get through light screens. Um, he basically... Like yeah, so he could basically get through screens and substitutes. So anytime you have, say, like a prankster, um, what the hell's his name? Impidimp is a vault yeah. form. Uh, yeah, Grimmsnarl. Grim, yeah, yeah so see, it, look, Doc knows. A lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people use Grimmsnarl Snarl or Sableye with a prankster ability to get mm -hmm. their screens up. So he's a good wall breaker as far as past your substitutes and screens because Infiltrator will allow him to bypass that. So you could hit somebody with a Draco Meteor off rip and get past their substitute and screens, and it doesn't affect his damage output at all. So Infiltrator's great. We we put him timid, so he's quick as hell, or quick as he could be. Um, the main reason why you want him to have timid is because you don't want to speed tie with another Dragapult and lose. And then we gave him Wise Glasses, which makes a special attack 1.2x, so he deals... 1.2 times special attack damage okay. and then as far as coverage i actually run him as a special attacker so his evs are 252 special attack speed and then four in hp his moveset is flamethrower thunderbolt shadow ball and draco meteor basically every every move that you were afraid of as a child is on dragapult oh his move pull is insane and then we actually made him um, Paratype Fairy. Oh. Okay. So he is only weak against Poison and Steel, and he loses his weakness to Fairy Typing and Dark as well. Wow. Or Ghost as well. So that's Dragapult. And then number three is... That's disrespectful. Uh, this is so disrespectful. <laughs> disrespectful. Oh, it's absolutely ignorant. I told you. <laughs> So, number three, we have Mimikyu, who is a great stallmon. He's a great way to pivot as far as trying to set up for a sweeper. So, he's like your backup sweeper. And Mimikyu has Disguise, only ability he can learn. Jolly. So, he, he's speedy. And then we give him Life Orb. So, he loses HP and gains an attack boost. So, he has 252 attack, 252 speed, and 4 in special defense. And then we gave him Swords Dance, Shadow Claw, Play Rough, and Shadow Sneak, which is a priority. So with him being, you know, a fairy ghost, he gets a stab bonus from the ghost type moves, and then the play rough and swords dance gives him a plus two to attack. So with the plus two swords dance, how you would use them is you send them out, swords dance, disguise eats a hit, and then you shadow sneak with a priority move with the life orb and decimate your, your opponent. Um, as long as they're not a normal type, then you then you want to play rough. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, forgot about that. But yes, as long as they are not a normal type, 
which also makes Dragonite a great check to things like Dragapult, Mimikyu, um, Gimme Ghoul. So that's why uh, I like to run that Dragonite with that second priority because he has, you know, normal ability. So he he gets rid of the ghost uh, ability or the ghost moves being able to target him as well. And that Aqua Jet is a, a backup priority move to his extreme speed. But um, that's his moveset. And then his Terra is fire. I made him a fire Terra type. That's that's sick. So confused. Don't worry about so it. It's the, cool. That's the, all that matters. The fire, fire terror type is nine times out of ten. You're gonna get somebody that's um coming against you with either like a gimme ghoul or like a skeledurge. So the reason why I actually made him as kind of like I would say a wall against Skeledurge because I found myself to have problems against Skeledurge online in competitive battles. So I literally made meta counter for Skeledurge. So that's a very specific so, case here. Yeah. Well, yeah. yes and no. Yes and no. It just basically gets rid of you know his weakness to a lot of things with the fairy and the ghost. I mean, he's weak to ghost, steel whatnot and there's gimme ghouls literally one of his adversaries so it just it just i found that when i had to terra type him it really saved my behind as far as his typing goes because nobody's expecting a terra type mimic you so most people aren't going to bring something that's going to be able to counter that especially once you get a swords dance off with him so Makes sense to me. That's it's just it's more of a defensive terror typing, but we're not gonna we're not gonna pry Mimikyu. So for number four, uh, we have what I would consider a utility pivot. What I mean by this is typically this is gonna be your lead Pokemon, uh, as in we have Meowskarada. So we have Meowskarada with uh, Jolly. So that means that his speed's going to be boosted, and then his special attack's going to be down with Protean, which changes uh, your typing to any move that you use for the first time in battle. Now we have him with Focus Sash, so he could basically tank a hit. And with him being your utility lead, he's not going to come into any field hazards typically. Unless you transition him out for whatever reason. And the reason why he's your utility pivot is because I gave him knockoff, which knocks the item off the opposing Pokemon. Sucker Punch, which is a priority move. A U-turn, which allows you to pivot out of battle to a Pokemon in waiting. And then Flower Trick, because it's a stab bonus that also gives you an automatic critical hit. And if I'm correct, if you use Flower Trick first, Protean doesn't kick in because you're already a Grass type. That is correct. So then you can go Flower Trick first, hit a crit, Sucker Punch uh, to get the the finishing hit, and, and then you turn. Dark type. Yep. Yeah, I can see how that's 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 a solid uh, hold uh, hold hmm, hold my lemonade. I was gonna say hold, hold but for for Pokemon. Hold my lemonade. Hold your and, lemonade. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a perfect hold my lemonade. So, gotcha. So a, a solid utility pivot, very, very diverse in like what you need it to do. Um, 
I gave it a grass Terra type because with its critical automatic critical with flower trick, I mean, it absolutely does damage. And the reason why we did that is because we also have 252 in attack, 252 in speed, and then four in special defense. So that's that's my utility pivot that I typically run. Uh, our fifth Pokemon is Corviknight. Ooh, I love so Corviknight. We have a Mirror Armor Corviknight, which basically any stat decrease for the Pokemon gets reflected back onto the other Pokemon. So if you try to lower my attack, my defense, anything, it actually mirrors it and does it to you instead. Oh my god. So shiny. Rude. Yes. Uh, we gave him Impish Nature, which means that he uh, has his defense boosted and his special attack down. So this is known as the Iron Press Corviknight build. Oh, so this okay. is a thing already? So... Yeah, yeah, he, he's definitely a meta Pokemon, but oh, okay. he's meta for a reason. So typically you run him with Iron Defense, gives you plus two to your defense, and then Body Press, which does damage to the opposing Pokemon based on your defensive stat. So you already have a boosted defense, basically, in your EVs with a 252 defense, 252 HP. So you're, you're bulky in defense and HP, so you could eat a hit. And then we put four into speed just in case of speed ties. So the trick is with him, iron defense, body press. He's taking enough, so if he, he's basically a physical wall. So you're typically going to want to only send him out against physical attackers. So right, Pokemon yeah. like Mimikyu, Meowskarta, Dragonite, all physical attackers. Our special attacker that we've talked about so far is Dragapult. The other three are physical. Corviknight is also a physical attacker. So we have Iron Defense, Body Pressed, Roost to gain HP back, and then Taunt. So you can't use status moves against him, a.k.a. Burn, Thunder Wave, or um, no, you can't burn him, paralyze him, or put up screens. So, so. okay, so you can't do any status effects, and then you can't lower... For three turns. For three turns, okay. Yeah, basically they have to do the moves that you know how to click, the ones that damage got it dang so so the mirror armor protects him from you know minusing his stats mm -hmm. and then the taunt doesn't allow you to do status yes. moves so so you can't thunder wave him you can't will-o-wisp him you can't glare him none of that oh my god so, so this guy is just only taking a menace straight up hits a menace that's rude a menace <laughs> but he's a physical wall if you send him out against a special attacker he is going to be squishy so he is a physical wall so if you're noticing on your pokey other uh opponent's team that they have primarily physical attackers he's absolutely one to bring he's absolutely one to bring and then we gave him terrotyping water Water, interesting. Why water? Again. Why water? <laughs> so we gave him water because um, just with his his typing of steel and flying, uh, super weak to uh, fire types. So typically, a lot of people are going to send out a fire type Pokemon against a flying, a flying steel especially. So. I did think about as a secondary, maybe giving him fighting, considering body press is a fighting move. Um, but 
I found that like he's typically not a Pokemon that you're gonna really want a Terra type as far as like he's already gonna be putting enough damage out that he doesn't really need the stab from the fighting. So I made him water because the likelihood that they have an electric Pokemon or a grass Pokemon is gonna be maybe pretty slim. So I mean, it's kind of up in the air. I was torn between water and fight fighting as far as terror typing goes. So, and they're probably not going to throw a grass type out against a natural flying type. So that at least eliminates that. Yeah. So typically, it's it's just a check against fire or Pokemon, which is typically, like I said, Skeledurge. I mean, I, I don't mean to keep bringing him up, but there is such thing as a meta. So it's like you see him a lot. So Pass is really mad at Skeledurge. That's all. <laughs> you know, he's so good. Dude, he's so good, though. But I like he's him. absolutely good. Uh, so that's our fifth Pokemon. And then for our sixth Pokemon, you actually Pineco. aren't going to be. Able... It's not Pineco. That's um, fun. You know what, Docs? For you, in <laughs> future segments, I will make a competitively or try my best to make a competitively viable Pineco. For oh my you, God. please do it. For you, I will do it. He's definitely gonna have to have an Evio light, though. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I know you guys are probably sick of me just regurgitating abilities and moves, and you know. Out 252 all the time, but for this last one, this is going to be a little number heavy, so oh, bear Lord. with me. It is a Regieleki, so okay. you actually won't get to use this until I think it's Jul coming up soon. I think next month, July 1st, right? What's wrong, Docs? I brought my calculator, I'm ready. Oh, okay, <laughs> so okay, no, I appreciate that. Keep it on standby. So, with um Actually, they actually opened up Pokemon Home to Scarlet and Violet within the last month since we last talked to you guys. So you guys can now transfer Pokemon from your uh, Sword and Shield to your Scarlet and Violet. Part of a device. Do not transfer Pokemon unless you are ready for them to give them absolute garbage movesets and then retrain their moves. They do not transfer over with their same moves. Oh. Found out the hard way of transferring like 60 battle ready Pokemon with competitive movesets, and they all got like glare and sand attack. Oh, joy. <laughs> I was sick. I was absolutely sick. But I think starting July 1st, you'll be able to use this Pokemon, which is Regieleki. So he's actually a speedster. So he has a 200 base stat. Which actually lets him be faster than Deoxys, who before Regieleki, I think, had the highest uh, base stat for speed in Pokemon. So, Regieleki's fast. Okay? I can't say it, but fast is... Boy! <laughs> so, with Regieleki, he's obviously an electric type. So, we're going to put Magnet on him, which boosts electric attacks 1.2x. So, that means that you're basically getting... Um, eyes glasses on him with that item for electric moves. But his ability is transistor, which boosts electric attacks 1.3x. So with magnet and transistor ability, his electric attacks hit for 1.5x damage, so one and a half times damage, which basically is like putting choice specs on him 
which gives your special attackers 1.5x damage, but locks them into that specific move. So he already has full availability of his four moves with a 1.5 um, boost to his, his attacks. So this also does not even include stab bonus. So you already have 1.5 boost to electric attacks. And then with a stab bonus, uh, you also get an extra 1.5. So that means that with his ability, his ability, his item, and a stab bonus, he's actually dealing 2x damage with electric type moves. And that's a beautiful thing when you have a thunderbolt. <laughs> so with him, that already with his stab damage and then all those abilities and items and his speed makes him a great sweeper like even if it's just effective like it's gonna hit and he's gonna hit hard and he's gonna be faster than anything anybody else is putting out there so for his evs we gave him 252 special attack we gave him 252 speed and then we put four in special defense and then his move set is thunderbolt Bolt switch, rapid spin, as far as to be able to get rid of field hazards. And then we also gave him ancient power, which could also boost his um, all his stats at once, potentially. Um, we gave him terra typing thunder because actually with uh, terra typing, if you have a Pokemon that has the original typing that you're terra typing into, it actually gets instead of a 1.5 stab bonus, it gets a 2.25 stab bonus with its original typing, which means that Reggie Lucky, if you terra typed him into an electric terra typing, would hit for 2.75x damage with electric moves. So, say if a uh, a thunder does a hundred. That means it would be doing two hundred and seventy-five damage if it hits. And you forgot to mention the nickname of this Pokemon, Overkill. Over. Is that actually <laughs> a nickname? No, no. Like how you nickname your Pokemon? Oh, so I, I, I thought that was a thing. So you said you said come up with a competitive segment. I said this is about to be toxic mm. and. I'm giving the people what they want, okay? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So with this team, this team has a wide range of coverage as far as movesets go, wide range of coverage as far as typing goes. A lot of their Terra typings are either going to hit really, really hard because it's going to boost specific movesets that they have, or they're going to be defensively Terra types. So you have a good mix of offensive and defensive Terra typing. You have a good mix of offensive and defensive Pokemon. You have four physical attackers and two special attackers. So you have a good mixture of uh, Pokemon you can decide to bring depending on what Pokemon you see. If you need more special attackers, bring more special attackers. That's why I have those two. I mean, typically a lot of the time I bring at least um, Dragapult. I mean, he's typically an auto-include in most of my teams. And same with Dragonite as well, because he's a good mix of offensive and defensive, speed, and then priority. Those are a lot of the times where I find myself going unless like somebody has a check to them, like a notable mm -hmm. check. Uh, but basically, it's just 
this team will allow you to do anything that you want to do in competitive strategies. If you know your typings, you kind of know what other Pokemon do. This is basically just a utility box to just decimate your opponent as far as what you specifically need. And another reason why we have the Regilecki is because Donzo is an absolute menace and he checks to Donzo. So he's a great wall breaker. Um, if you haven't noticed, we have a lot of Pokemon on here that are good, like utility pivots, wall breakers. You know, Regilecki's a wall breaker, Mimikyu's a wall breaker, Dragonite's a wall breaker. Also, get priority with your Dragonite as well as your Meowscarda or Meowscarada. Um, Rest, you know, Mimikyu's a good defensive check as far as being able to use his disguise to pump him up and then use priority moves to outspeed somebody that's faster than you. So it, it's. It's really a very well-balanced mid-range competitive team, in my opinion. It has everything that you could possibly want. It has everything that you need. It's a toolbox of a team. You have your, you know, your utility pivots and then all those others as far as you know, your special attackers, attackers, your walls, your, your checks, basically, your sweepers. It has everything you mm -hmm. could possibly need. So... Um, I got actually got to Master Ball with this team. Master Ball ranking competitive singles with this team. So I don't know what that means, but that's good. It's the <laughs> top ranking. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's nice. the highest you can get. So, oh wow, nice. Um I didn't think about it, but I actually within the coming weeks, I'll um text ghost or, or docs with um a rental code for this team i forgot to make a rental team for you guys so if you guys want to try this team out i'll actually make a rental code for you guys and you guys are more than welcome to use the rental code go follow us at our socials you know yeah sign in <laughs> so you know go follow us on the socials and you guys will be waiting for that um by the way during the next episode i also have a surprise for one lucky viewer oh so next episode we're going to talk about a certain segment but in honor of dragapult being from this list i'm actually going to give out a competitively battle ready shiny dragapult oh my god that's well, exciting. you all better stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> so it's going to have this moveset, all the EVs, as well as the ability. And it's not going to have the item. Go buy that on your own. Yeah. But <laughs> you have to um, that on your own. So, so during next episode, I will uh, type in the chat on the Twitch that I'm giving away a shiny battle ready Dragapult with this exact moveset that I just went over. We'll so like that on the socials too. Yeah, but, for uh, sure. We can even post it on Facebean. Facebean. God. No. Nope. Nope. It's only for the viewers in here. So so get your switches ready because I'm gonna say. Oh, it's 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 live. Oh. I'm gonna give it away live in here on the next episode. So stay oh. tuned. Well, okay. stay tuned. So I th I thought we were going for for downloads, but okay, all right. Oh, it's next episode. <laughs> Which five viewers only? Okay. <laughs> well, speaking of next episode, Docs, do you want to tell everyone where they can find us? You can find the, the last episode. You can find this episode. You can find the first episode. You can find them all on Facebean. Uh, it's actually Podbean, but you can also find us on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, YouTube, literally anywhere you get podcasts. Basically, yeah. And to what Pat said, follow us on social media because we're posting more content there. 
And then for those of you here right now, what die what dex? I was saying, you didn't even just straight up Google Pokemon podcast and we show up now. Yeah, we do. Isn't that nice? Isn't that fun? Love that for us. But uh, for those of you on right now, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll do our next episode. For those of you listening, the episode after this one will come out in two weeks. I'm actually going to like stop stream for a second because I'm getting a bunch of alerts that I'm dropping frames. I don't know if that's true or not, but we'll stop stream real quick. We'll restart. So give us a couple minutes. Otherwise, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.